Well, if you recall, um, last uh, month when we were with you, uh, I was speaking on two significant hindrances to prayer, and we covered the first one. And so let me just take a moment to remind you of that first one since it's been a while. Uh, But the first one we find in the book of Matthew chapter 6. And of course, uh, you know well that this is part of the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, a couple of interesting uh, and important verses here that I that I mentioned that are, I think, very weighty that we don't maybe think about or perhaps we don't like to think about them uh, in our own heart and life. In Matthew 6, uh, verse 14 and 15, it says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. And so we talked about uh, the fact that uh, that is obviously one hindrance uh, to our prayer life and, and indeed our spiritual walk. If uh, we are bearing grudges, if uh, we uh, have been hurt or, or whatever by someone else and we refuse to convey the grace that our Lord has given us, uh, he says, you know, that uh, he, he's not going to forgive you. And obviously that will affect uh, our prayer life. Uh, and, and so that's that's something I think very, very significant. Uh, and so everybody, all of us are in that category. We're going to go to another one that narrows uh, uh, this a little bit. And uh, so if you uh, have your Bible there, turn over to First Peter chapter 3. And uh, like I say, this is going to narrow uh, this somewhat as far as uh, the target for those who can hinder their prayer. And and as we read this, I don't want those who are not in this category to think, well, it does. Since it doesn't apply to me, it's it's of no value. I think when we when we look at uh, uh, examples like this, we have to remind ourselves that yes, it, it still is valuable because you need to learn it and. Um, pass it along and and maybe instruct others as well. And you'll find out what I'm talking about when we look at verse 7, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them uh, with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life. And notice this last phrase, that your prayers may not be hindered. That strikes me every time I read that. And of course, uh, uh, every time I uh, do premarital counseling, and uh, I have done that just recently uh, because uh, my uh, my own daughter's getting married in, in another uh, week. And so uh, even recently, I was reminded once again uh, how important uh, this is uh, in our Christian walk. Again, I'm speaking to some that will will say, well, I'm not a husband. And again, I know that. But this is something that, again, you need to be 
uh, informed of, but also pass this principle along if it ever comes up in, in conversation with a fellow believer or friends or even family, I think is important. But um, so you keep that in mind. And let me address today as we as we zero in uh, on uh, husbands today. Have you ever thought about husbands, the fact that you can be doing a lot of right things, but if you're not in tune with your wife, if you guys are not uh, together uh, in in that sense, uh, spiritually, if you are out of sorts, let's put it that way, then your prayers are hindered. And I, again, I think that's a, that, that is a very um, weighty, instructive passage for us. Uh, he gives us, uh, really, he gives us three reasons why uh, we are to dwell uh, with our wives in an understanding way. And by the way, uh, we live in a culture that uh, makes fun of this idea that uh, men and women are, are different or we are wired differently and we kind of joke about it. And so forth and so on. And we, we certainly are. But you've probably heard the statement that says something like, well, men will never understand women uh, and women will under, never understand men. And, and, and again, we kind of uh, we, we kind of treat that, I think, sometimes a little too lightly. But isn't it interesting here that he instructs men? He said, look, your job uh, in, in one of your your tasks in your relationship with your wife which will last until you both pass away is that you need to live with her in an understanding way. It is, it is, is a, a school of learning in which you will never uh, have a commencement. Uh, you will ever be learning this side of eternity. And that's our task is to know her, to know uh, her thoughts, to know all the things that are important to her and, and everything that goes into that. And so, again, he says uh, in this this verse uh, uh, that we read, he says, husbands dwell with them in an understand uh, in an understanding way. Sometimes it's translated that way. Why? Well, he gives three reasons. She is the weaker vessel. That does not mean, by the way, uh, ladies here on the call today, that is not an implication of inferiority at all. Um, in fact, I would make the argument. Uh, that the scriptures really elevate women uh, if we really look at it very close. Um, th- this is not a, th- th- a reference to that at all. Um, and, and so we must understand that. Uh, number two, husbands and wives are joint participants in the everlasting inheritance. Uh, I would word that or, or maybe paraphrase that this way. You are in this walk spiritually. You're in it together. And that is so important. And not only is it important, what, again, what a wonderful gift God has given us in the marriage relationship where, whereby we can actually reflect the love of Christ that he has for his church. And, of course, we know that passage from Ephesians 5 goes into detail about that. And again, maybe we've forgotten that after a number of years. Uh, maybe that doesn't cross our minds as much as it should. And I'm speaking again to uh, husbands and wives who've been married for some length of time. But 
their third reason that he gives for uh, living with our spouses in an understanding way, and, and this is what we want to emphasize for our purposes here, is so that our prayers are unhindered, so that our prayers are unhindered. The principle is this, is that our fellowship with God can never be right if our fellowship with our fellow man is wrong, and especially our spouses. Uh, Again, maybe we think of these verses and we think of other brothers and sisters in Christ, and we know all about that uh, vertical and that horizontal relationship and how significant both of those are. But we need to understand something. Again, I want to emphasize that we, we cannot be right with God if we're on the outs with our spouse. And we need to be careful with this in our, in our Christian homes. And again, we can be doing a lot of um, things that are right, uh, uh, participating in events, uh, doing things, um, you know, that are, that, that are good, moral, upright, and, and expected of us. But I think what is important is what goes on in the four walls of that home when no one can see. I think that's very, very important. And so, again, I want to encourage the husbands who are on this call to think about this verse and to think about how important it is. Listen, the greatest treasure that you husbands have uh, in your home is your wife and your spouse. It's the greatest treasure that you have. And we need to think about that. And again, no Christian should should think that any spiritual good will be accomplished by his life, of course, and we hear it all the time on this call, without an effective prayer ministry. Uh, and, and no husband may expect an effective prayer life, life uh, unless he lives with his wife in an understanding way. So again, uh, I think these that we, we have examined these these past couple of months here uh, on, on these uh, two calls, uh, folks, I think they are so important for us to be conscious and aware that, uh, as I say, we, we can go through the motions of doing a lot of good things, a lot of good outward actions. But where are we in the most important the most important relationship that we have? besides our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is that that we have with our spouse. And how are we doing in that regard? And again, if we're not conscious of that, I wonder how many Christians are not having their prayers answered perhaps, or let's go a a step further. What does the scripture say? Their prayers are actually hindered because they're not right with their spouse. And so, again, I hope that this will be a good admonition, a reminder to us of how important these things really are, because we certainly do not want uh, our prayers hindered in any way. So, so believer, I hope that you'll take these things and uh, that you'll remember them, that we will be conscious of them. And, and again, as we've emphasized today, especially husbands, Make sure that we are uh, living up to the responsibilities and the commands and the duties uh, that we have been given as leaders in our home. And uh, I hope that the Lord will bless you and may God bless his word.